I'm a 40-year-old man. About two years ago or so, I had left my house to go pick up my wife from work. She had got off work at 11pm and I had headed out a little earlier so that I could stop at a Circle K and maybe grab a snack and drink. Right as I was walking out the door, I saw a car coming around the corner of the building and tried to fit in between the building and another car. It's kind of hard to explain the layout, but there was no way he was getting his car through that really tight space. Or so I thought. Right then, the guy floored it, going right in between the car and the building, scraping both at the same time. Putting a huge dent in the whole side of the car, the mirror flies off and the window broke on that side. The car then gets through and takes off. I wasn't really sure what to do. But right at that moment, the owner came out of the store and I had saw his car. I called out to him. Hey man, someone just drove in between your car and the building and it looks like they really messed it up. The guy then starts to yell at me and asking if I got the license plate number. I didn't. I was just so awestruck that this was happening and I didn't really think about it in the moment. He then starts telling me about how he's going to go after the car and then kill the person. Right at that point, he was really angry and he was totally flipping out. After he said he was going to go kill them, he actually pulled out a gun. A small revolver. It looked like a 38 Special. I have some experience with guns and I know that that gun is one you don't want to get shot at with close range. My heart then sank right into my stomach. I thought to myself, is this guy going to shoot me? I mean, I was just the messenger and I thought I was doing the right thing here. He then starts waving the gun around. I could tell that it was loaded. He then pointed it at me as he was waving it around, screaming that he doesn't take crap from anyone and how he'll kill anyone. I knew that I had to get out of there ASAP. My car was about 50 feet away. I told him that I was really sorry that this happened and what happened to his car, then turned away and started walking to mine. I was absolutely terrified the entire time thinking he was going to shoot me in the back or something. Luckily, I was able to get into my car and call 911. They told me they had an officer right there, like literally less than a block away. The officer ended up showing up and drawing his weapon on the guy, and he got him to drop it and get on the ground. I was so relieved. I really thought that I was doing a good deed here, trying to help someone. I did see the model make and color of the car, just not the license plate, and that's what I was going to tell him. Well, I definitely learned a lesson that day. In any kind of situation like that, I'm just going to mind my own business. About a year ago, I was at this gas station with my mom and sister. We were going inside to get some treats, and it was starting to get kind of late. It was roughly about 11 o'clock at night at this point. When we got to the gas station, my mom and sister went inside and I decided to stay in the car as I didn't really feel like going in at the time. It wasn't going to take them long anyways, so I thought listening to some music in the car alone would be pretty nice. A minute or two goes by and as I was checking my phone, a car pulls up right next to the one I'm in. Right off the bat, I suspected it was a little sketchy since the stereo was blasting like super loud. I looked out my window and I saw someone inside the car just sitting there. I just went back to looking at my phone since they weren't really doing anything. 
a few seconds later and the person gets out of their car. I look out my window again and I pretty much just watch as they circle around their vehicle. At this point, I was a little confused about what they were doing, but again, I decided to just mind my own business and look at my phone. Every few seconds that I would look out my window, I would see them sticking around. They weren't going inside the store and I was getting kind of nervous. Something about it kind of being late at night and having no one else around was really giving me a creepy vibe. Eventually, my mom and sister walked out of the store. I was getting ready to get out of the car quickly in case this guy decided to pull something on them. Luckily, my mom and sister made it back to the car and then handed me the treats they got. Once my mom started the car, though, the guy walked over to my sister's window and was trying to talk to us. My mom didn't roll down the window, though, because we could hear him pretty well from the outside. I don't really remember what he was saying, but he was starting to sound really angry right after my mom told him no about something. He then started banging on the window super hard and started yelling at us. At this point, I was pretty much just shouting at my mom just to drive out of there. She started to drive, but as we pulled out of the parking space, the guy got into his own car and then started it up. My mom had started driving super fast, but the guy seemed to be following us. As we drove into the main road, it then became apparent he actually was. We were all panicking at this point. My mom decided not to go to our house and just make a bunch of odd turns in order to lose him. In case things escalated, my sister had also dialed 911. After a few more random turns and driving around, we did end up losing the guy. This was easily one of the scariest moments in my whole life. If you're ever at a gas station really late at night, please be careful. So, the story happened to me about a month ago, but I still can't get over it. Not because I was a victim, but rather I was the one who witnessed the horrible event, and I still really blame myself that I couldn't do anything back then. And ever since that day, I always make sure to grab my phone and take it with me everywhere. Because you just really never know what might happen in the future. And you might be able to get evidence with a photo or video. Anyways, let's begin on the story. It was a summer evening and as per usual, I was taking a walk with my small dog on the nearby parks and streets. At the time, all I had with me were keys, nothing else. So take note of that, because this will be relevant later. With that being said though, I and my dog then went outside, but instead of taking our usual routes, I decided to take another one which led to a park-like area with two churches. There was also a gas station as well as a tramway just up ahead. Just when I was nearby a tramway, I then switched the route to the gas station in order to get to another small park that's actually located on the other side of the road. And that's when I then heard cries or screams of a young woman. I couldn't make out exactly what she was screaming, but the only things I could make out were something along the lines of, that hurts so much, and something about a knife. Just when I was about four to five meters away from the car, which was in the parking lot right next to the gas station's territory, there was a young couple there, and that's where I heard the screams. The boyfriend of the girl, literally right before my eyes, threw her out of the car and then started to beat her with his fists and legs. And no, this wasn't just a mere slap. He was hitting and beating her with brute force. The guy even threw her against the side of the car like she was some kind of rag doll. 
I pretty much just froze in shock and fear for a brief moment, and the next thing I tried to do was just tell him to stop, but he just briefly looked at me and just kept hitting on the girl. Now, there were multiple reasons why I couldn't just run to him and try and stop him myself. One, I myself am a pretty physically weak girl, plus I also had a really small dog on a leash, not to mention I didn't have anything with me that I could defend myself with. Now, since the guy didn't pay much attention to me, I decided to grab my dog and run to a gas station to look for help. I ran to one of the employees that was checking out outside and then pleaded for help, saying that the girl was being beaten and I even led him to the parking lot. The answers of that employee made my heart sink. He pretty much just shrugged it off and said something along the lines of, Well, they're probably a couple. It's their own business. Family business or not, that's not an excuse to beat the crap out of someone. What if she would have been killed? I've had my own experiences with family violence, and trust me, it's not a normal thing and it shouldn't be ignored or treated like it's nothing serious. At the time when I was in shock after the response of the employee, the car then attempted to drive away. And just at that time, the front right door of the car then opened up. The girl was just sitting there, even though the car was still on the move, it seemed like she was about to jump off. Once again, I tried to open the employee's eyes on what was happening, but once again, he just shrugged it off with the same excuse. The other customers of the gas station also didn't do a thing, just asked what was wrong and just kept doing their own things. And just when I was about to memorize the car's plate number and try and make a call to the police from the station shop, the car was already long gone within the traffic of the street. And that's why I feel guilty. I keep blaming myself that I should have at least tried to pull the guy off the girl. Maybe I should have memorized the numbers of the plate and just went straight into the gas station shop in order to call the police. But instead, like the coward I was, I gave in to my hopes that I could ask the locals for help. After this situation, I'm even more disappointed in humanity than I already was. For now on, I will always take my phone with me because if there's ever a next time, I'll make damn sure to get the evidence of it and also call the cops before something terrible happens. When I was younger, every year for Christmas, I would always drive upstate to my aunt's house along a stretch of highway. I can't for the life of me though remember the name of this road. All I know is that it runs nearby Akron in New York at some point. However, most of the drive is through rural areas with little to no towns nearby. So it was the dead of night and my really groggy self had gotten off of a long shift. I had to drag my ass to my aunt's house since my extended family was expecting me the following morning. Near halfway through the drive, I realized I was really low on gas, which really irritated me. My brother had told me that he filled it up the day before, so he either forgot or he was straight up lying about it. I saw an archaic looking sign for a gas station off the next road. It wasn't an official road sign though, it was literally a pole with a slab of metal attached to it with gas off next exit or something along those lines painted on. I mean, that seemed a little sketchy but people do the same thing with fruit stands on the highways, so whatever. I pulled off the next exit on some dilapidated country ass road through the dense woods. The whole thing was just really creepy and surreal. 
I kept expecting Leatherface to come out running out of the trees with a freaking chainsaw. Anyways, I eventually came to the gas station and I realized quickly that it hadn't been open for years. It was all rusted and the convenience store's roof was caving in. The gas pumps had all been taken out as well. I pulled over next to it and checked my gauge. I would probably only make it for another half mile before running out. So I called AAA and they said they'd send a truck over. Now I played the waiting game. I decided to leave my engine on because when the headlights were off, literally everything was pitch black. And my paranoid self definitely wasn't sitting next to an abandoned gas station in the middle of a forest in complete darkness. Hell no. So most of the wait actually went uneventful. That is, until I then sensed movement around the side of the old store, right where my lights are pointed at. I look up, but I didn't see anything more, so I just look back down at my phone. Then, over the sounds of the night, I then hear someone yell, Hey buddy, come over here, in a really demanding tone. I look up, and I kid you not, there's literally a dude standing by the old store looking towards me completely illuminated by my headlights. He looked like a run-of-the-mill homeless guy. I was honestly spooked and I figured he must have been squatting there or something. Still watching him, I rolled down my window and I then yelled something like, Yeah, what's up? All while still mentally crapping myself. I had my foot ready to forward out of there at the first sign of trouble. You got any change? Nah, man, I don't. Sorry, man. I look up at him. He has this kind of vacant expression, and he's standing stiff. Then I see more movement. There are heads, about 20 or so heads peeking around the trees beyond the man that I'm talking to. I can't see them clearly at all, but they're definitely people. Literally just heads staring in my direction from around the trees. I then see another guy beginning to walk from around the gas station, and then I turned around and sped off. I got as far away from that place as my tank could carry me, and I updated AAA on my location. The driver came back over and filled me up, and I didn't say anything. But after he left, I really wanted to call the cops, so I decided to call the nearest town sheriff department. They said they would send a trooper over, and I gave them the location. When I finally arrived at my aunt's house, they called me back and they said whoever was there was gone but that they could definitely tell that there was a large number of people that had been living there for a while. Blankets, canned food, the usual. This whole situation still really freaks me out. But frankly, I really consider myself lucky that I'll always have such a creepy story to tell people. I'm just really glad nothing bad happened. This happened to me a few years ago. I'm a mid-20s single female who lives in a rural small town. As a woman, we're taught many things growing up. Unfortunately, I'm not really the best at remembering or thinking things through. Because of this, the one rule I have always stuck with me is keeping a large intimidating dog with me at all times, which may have saved me from an abduction at the gas station. I'm a bit of a night owl. One night I was really on a roll. I finished cleaning my entire house, my homework, regular work, and I even got a workout in. During the next day, I was leaving town for a trip, 
so I was finishing up my night by packing up all my bags and preparing everything. As I finished loading up my car, I then realized that I forgot to fill up the tank. This was around 3.30am at this point. So without much thought for the time, I figured I'd hop over to the gas station that's a few blocks from the neighborhood and then fill up really quick. Then I could take a nap and then hit the road. Calling for my dog that's an American bully, we loaded all up and went to the gas station. I live in a more rural area so you don't really ever hear of anything bad or creepy here. So it honestly didn't even cross my mind to be cautious as I then pulled into the empty gas station. The place is located on the side of a highway with no buildings around it, and I kind of just figured since the place was so dead it would be a quick stop. My routine is to always roll down my windows whenever I stop the car with my dog inside, as we have really hot summers where I live, and he's actually locked me out before. It's become so ingrained that even during the winter or with other people in the car, I always automatically roll the windows down. Just like any other stop, I start to pump my gas and then I turn to look in my car to keep an eye on my dog as he's staring out the windshield. At the click of the nozzle finishing, I then turned and found myself face to face with a tall thin man dressed in dark clothes. There was maybe about six inches between our faces. Pretty startled, I stumbled backwards and then gasped as he reached toward me without speaking. I don't know that I've ever felt so terrified. While it was already probably less than a second, my brain was already reeling with ways to escape from this man. Before I had any time to react further, my dog flew right out of my SUV window and landed on the concrete between me and the stranger. I'll tell you what, I have never once felt afraid of my dog. But seeing him in that moment, well, I found myself taking yet another shaky step backwards. He looked like a freaking porcupine. I'm not kidding. Every single hair on his body stood straight up. I honestly couldn't take my eyes off my dog. As I then heard a low rumble come from him, his entire body looked to be vibrating. I could see the corners of his lips pulled into a snarl. His tail stood straight up into the air and it was like he was standing right on his tippy toes, leaning forward with his chest puffed out. His ears pushed forward, eyes locked on this man, and there was drool dripping from his mouth. It's like he was trying to make himself much more larger and more intimidating than he was. Maybe about two more seconds passed before the man turned to run, tripping over the gas line which caused it to spill, then scrambling back to his feet and totally disappearing into the dark. My dog didn't even move for a few more moments after that. We ran inside and called the police, but they didn't find the guy. I honestly don't know if his intentions were to hurt me or if he was just looking to ask for money, but it was easily one of the most terrifying moments of my life. I don't go to the gas station in the middle of the night alone anymore, and I honestly probably won't ever again.